It's been a long time away. Now we're back here to stay. Back where we belong. Country racing strong. From Victoria's racing heartland, this is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. It's got it all. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. It has got it all, and so is this lady, Maggie Payne. Hello to you, Maggie. G'day, Gareth. Nice to see you've brought the, uh, well, maybe the Sunshine State in Melbourne. So yes. It sounds like they've had a bit of rain over the last uh, 24 hours. So It is a gorgeous day in Melbourne today. Perfect conditions. I think it gets to around 29 later on in the day, Maggie. But hopefully the, the weather won't be like this by the time Warnable rolls along. Um, but it's only a month out. Jeez, it comes around pretty quickly. Yeah, this time in a month, uh, four weeks to the day, we'll probably be getting ready to climb the hill and watch the Grand Annual and go over the yes. jumps. So we're really excited as we build up to Warnable and tickets are going out the door very quickly there. So if you want to get tickets, make sure you get in uh, touch with the club or jump on the website. But very excited for Warnable and there's a big set of trials, uh, jumps trials tomorrow at Cranbourne. So if you're looking for some winners there, there might be some early markets and... I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out there. I think a bit, bit of a lad in the Grand Annual is you know right, I then. think he's tracking along Wait a really sec. well. Wait a sec. Um, I'll get my phone out. I'll get my phone out. So we have this. This might come back to haunt me. This no. the audio. All right then, Maggie. Maggie Payne. Wait a sec. Maggie Payne has a big statement a month out from uh, the Warnable May Carnival, Maggie. A uh, bit of a lad to win the Grand Annual for me, for Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace. Have you got inside information or is, have you been watching him trial? Have you seen him work? No, well, he's trialling tomorrow, so okay. hopefully get in early. But no, I haven't got any inside uh, word. Jonathan Brown, obviously famous Brisbane Lions players in the ownership and he famously won the Briley a couple of years ago and uh, I think Brownie ch- caught the chopper back. So hopefully we're catching <laughs> choppers back from Warnable after a bit of a lad salute, salutes in the Grand Annual this year. All right then, so a bit of a lad. Um, Maggie declaring this horse to win the grand annual a month out. <laughs> um, I love it. Now, the trivia question. I'm looking forward to this. Well, another uh, big carnival we've also got coming up in Country Racing Victoria is in Swan Hill. So that's another one for the racing fanatics. So it's kind of based around that. So what is the surname of the sibling jockeys who are based up in Swan Hill? And they're dominating the country yes. at the moment. Hmm. So. I was thinking about... When you when you mentioned Swan Hill, I was thinking something along the lines of a cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but it's a little different, I think. Oh four one six nine zero five zero five two. The first person with the correct answer wins the fifty dollars Country Racing Victoria voucher. It's now time. I'm looking forward to spitting a yarn with Tyson Barton in, in just a moment. Jesus is on fire at the moment, Tyson. What a strike rate he's got, Maggie. Yeah, he has, and he's really burst onto this picnic scene, which is, he, for, for Tyson, he's probably a bit sad that it's wrapped up so soon for him. We've um, obviously wrapped that season up over the weekend with only the Corinthian race at Cranbourne to come uh, next Friday night. And then we'll have a chat about some of the other issues in country racing, Victoria, but it is now time to spin a yarn. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. Stevens Green's behind them, then followed by the one out wide, Dr. Timor. Go for Rando and Dynamic Moss. Go for Rando. The outside is going to win for Young Martin. A fairy tale, a fairy tale start to his riding career. Go for Rando's got the head down and beaten Dynamic Moss in third place. So well done to Tyson Barton. He is a star and he's about to join us in, in just a moment. I think he's a 
He's a tradie and he's been good enough to duck out in his lunch break, take a... Well, he, he would have taken Smoker on um, then his lunch break, hopefully around now, and he'll join us in just a moment. But he mixes work, of course, with dominating the, the picnic circuit these days because his strike rate is sensational, Maggie. Yeah, well, if you've had uh, 13 rides for six winners, that's a pretty good start to your career. And not many jockeys um, have started their career or their first ride with a race win, which Tyson managed to do. Uh, I think it was at, where was it? Alexandra. So well done to Tyson. But um, yeah, not many jockeys. I think actually speaking of that, the question or our country racing question of the day, I think one of those uh, jockeys, their first ride was a winner too. Okay. And I think we've got the winner, Craig... And he said, of course, uh, the, the right answer is Lloyd. The Lloyd sisters. Correct. And I'm sure they'll be prolific uh, up the Swan Hill Carnival, Madison and Zoe. Uh, they're going really well, obviously, using their claim to their advantage in that uh, Hobson stable. They're both a, a denture to Nathan Hobson up at Swan Hill. So uh, love watching those girls ride, and I think they're you know progressing really well. Well, keep trying, Tyson. He might be busy working at the moment. Hopefully he has his lunch break shortly. But he's got a great story to tell but also doing extremely well is Sean Cooper. Yeah, he took out his second uh, picnic jockey premiership yep. over the weekend, which is a great achievement, I think. He finished on around 30-odd winners, which was 13 clear above uh, Grant Seacom, so he really finished the the, the season strong, and he, he won a couple of country uh, picnic cups in there. So, you know, pretty good effort for Sean, who just dabbled in a bit of racing, and, you know, he had a few other different careers, Kiwi that came over, and he's really um, he's really succeeded on this picnic circuit, so he's hard to catch. They're wonderful horse people, the riders that compete on these picnic circuits, because it's not easy, let's be honest, they're not easy tracks to compete on. Tight and um, the surfaces are a little bit different, but they love what they do and this is their passion. They sacrifice a lot to compete on the picnic circuit. They all have a couple of jobs. Um, so it's a hobby that needs a lot of sacrificing because obviously most of these jockeys are heavyweights and they're, they, they have to keep their weight under control. So it's great to see them enjoy it. They, and they, they do it for the right reasons, Maggie. They do it because they absolutely dead set love it. Yeah, they do. And it's racing.com are celebrating unsung heroes this week on racing.com. And I think, you know, a lot of them are, are they unsung heroes? They do do it because yeah. they love it. They did a great story on uh, Jeff Brunsden, a picnic jockey who celebrated his 70th birthday during the week. He also trained a winner at Balnaring. Uh, he still rides all the picnic races. So, you know, to see people like Jeff who celebrates his 70th and he's still riding, you know, professionally. So it's a really good uh, effort and they do love it. Yeah, and I, I love that. Um, that, that series on, on racing.com because everybody does have a story in a way, Maggie, and there's a lot of people, and this has been a debate throughout the week here on RSN 927 regarding staff shortages here in, in the racing industry. And there's a lot of people that put in a lot of work um, behind the scenes to make this great game happen. Yeah, they do, you know, and, and that is something that we are struggling as an industry and certainly in country areas, it's a huge issue, um, you know, getting track riders and that's where we've seen a lot of training centres closed down and just access to staff and people coming through. Maybe that's a change in society, but, you know, I think that's definitely something that will probably be addressed in the coming years that we, we love this sport and we want it to keep going with the best support for all our participants. Talking about heroes, well, these two old-timers, 
I would imagine would be heroes in their own stables because every time they turn up, they they try their heart out. I speak of Hard and Tough, who took out the Stall Cup. And Reserve Street has been a wonderful horse for Team Mar and Eustace taking out the Warwick Nabil Cup. Yeah, they're, they're certainly veterans, not in age probably. Hard and Tough, she, she really lives up to her name. She's yeah. hard and tough. She's had a pretty long campaign this prep. And I think, you know, her win in the Stall Cup just shows how hard and tough she is. She will... I think the owners, and this is like you talk about people who love the horses, they're local Warnable people and they want to see her run at the Warnable Carnival. Yeah. So I think Simon Wilde might be taking her to the beach and, you know, extending out that campaign a little bit more. And Reserve Street, he was a finalist for a country horse of the year uh, just last year. So he might have um, put his hand up again for one of those uh, nominations and he might even take out the big one. Yeah, who would be the favourite right now, Mee? Hate to put you on the spot um, I for think... the Country Cup hero this season. <laughs> oh, I think uh, for Horse of the Year or Hero? Um, both. Mm, maybe I... Horse of the Year, first of all. Horse of the Year, I think Vunga's, you know, we yeah. kind of maybe Donald it's not Cup. fresh, in, not fresh yeah. in the memory, the um, efforts that he did over the spring. And, and, and even though Metropolitan races aren't counted, he did terrific in, yep. in, in that country final as well. So I think he's definitely up there. And... The heroes, I think it's the emergence of a lot of these young apprentices that have come through. You know, you think of your Will Price, Campbell Rewilla, who's up in Sydney now. I think they've done a terrific job, but there's been lots of great stories. But the one that will be hard to beat is Jai McNeil winning the Melbourne Cup. Uh, local Kundrick boy, you know, that was just huge and the town is still celebrating. And I think they're still planning a big welcome home party for Jai. And we're at the English sales there at the Riverside Complex in the last couple of days on RSN 927. And... It was great to see the Victorian breeders do well in, in what is the the number one sale in the country. Yeah, you know, their grand final probably came at uh, Oakland's a couple of weeks ago, but this was huge and I'm, you were there and you just saw money flying around. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Did you get roped into any horses? No, I didn't actually, Maggie. Um, <laughs> definitely I haven't got the budget to purchase any of those. But there were still some horses that went for a reasonable price and there were some bargains still to be found, I think. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, those ones that do fly under the radar. So it's it'll be interesting to see where they are in 12 months' time. Do you have a winner for us coming up? Oh, not really. We don't have um, – I'm really keen to watch the trials at Cranbourne tomorrow and then also the hurdle races at Hamilton on Sunday. So I probably need to hit the form a bit better. But yep. What about tickets for Warnable? I've had a few questions lately regarding about the availability of like just rocking up to Warnable and then purchasing some tickets there for the races. Um, but you have to pre-book and you have to get in nice and early. That, um, And I think that – I think that that's what the club would want you to do, Maggie. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the biggest thing you need to, you know, just book early tickets. They're trying to, um, they're trying to get them, you know, as quick as you can and yeah. then, you know, work it out as you go. We'll take a quick break here on, tw- it's 12.32. This is the Country Racing Show with Gareth Hall and Maggie Payne here on RSN Central. And on the other side of it, hopefully we can catch up with Tyson Barton, who's our special guest after having a wonderful start to his picnic riding career this season around Victoria. Don't go anywhere. This is RSN Central on this Thursday afternoon. Stevens Green's behind them, then followed by the one out wide, Dr. Timor. Go for Rando and Dynamic Moss. Go for Rando. The outside is going to win for Young Martin. A fairy tale, a fairy tale start to his riding career. Go for Rando's got the head down. Yeah, that was and Tyson Barton's first riding. Go for Rando. Saluted, and Tyson's been good enough in his lunch break to join us here on the Country Racing Show. You're with Gareth Hall and Maggie Payne. Good morning or afternoon to you, Tyson. Good afternoon, guys. How easy is this yeah. caper, mate? You're just riding winners <laughs> for fun. Yeah. 
No, it's been good so far. Been pretty lucky. And uh, Tyson, you know, you've only been riding for a few weeks. What What is the difference or do you, what's the adrenaline rush that you get when you are in an actual race and and then it must just go to another level when you do ride a winner? Yeah, the adrenaline is unreal, really. The, during the whole race, you're just uh, flat out focused, trying to get the horse into a good rhythm and your adrenaline's going crazy, so you're just trying to focus as much as you can. And then, yeah, once you get over the line, yeah, you can relax a little bit, but... So what inspired you to become a picnic um, jockey, Tyson? Um, well, started off as a young age, really. My mum used to train racehorses. So I grew up around the racehorses when I was younger. And then I um, always wanted to be a jockey. But uh, my mum said to me when I was younger, like, probably won't happen because my older brothers are around six, six two and all that. And I was... He just said to me, you're probably going to be too tall. So then, uh, yeah, I still wanted to be a jockey as I got into high school and um, I saw the picnic season seasons each year and that they, they have higher weight. So I thought I'll have a go at that and I might have a chance of riding because, yeah, the weights suit me better because I'm only about six foot, so... Only about six foot. Only about six yeah. foot, but you're still managing it. And um, one of the races that you did win was the Golden Thong at Hillsville, and I think only your second weekend of riding. So you've got that on the mantelpiece. Are there any races that you want to win, or I guess you've just got to get to a lot of these tracks now and and experience it, and um, you know, just tick them off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, I did have my eyes on the the, the Deadering Cup. I was in the Deadering Cup, but didn't go out the plan in my second ride or third. I think it was my third ride. I won the first race that day, um, and then I had one in the cup and didn't go to, didn't go to plan. Although, yeah, next, the next weekend I won at Hillsfield the Golden Thong, so that was really good. So, so, what are you weighing in it at the moment, Tyson? Um, well, I can ride at sixty-two kilos, but I'm weighing around sixty-three, sixty-four. I, I fluctuate a fair bit my weight, but uh, yeah. What sacrifice? I had to. What sacrifices? Did you have to make to get to that weight, or is it pretty easy? Um, now during the application stage of trying to get my license, I had to lose a bit of weight. I was around uh, seventy kilos, but that was just eating a lot of junk food, really. So I really focused on my diet, eating healthy, and um, drinking a lot of water and stuff like that, and exercising regularly. And yeah, it just came off, and yeah, I got down to around sixty-three, where I was managing it quite easy. Went from there. And Tyson, you're a you're a chippy by trade, is that right? And I'm sure you know your mates would have congratulated you, and even people at the track in the morning and stuff like that. They must have been very excited for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a carpenter by day and a track rider in the morning, and jockey on the weekends. <laughs> but um, and you yeah. love it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love the sport. Uh, always would have wanted to do kind of thing and. I just can't believe it's really happening. Ah, terrific stuff, Tyson. Hey, mate, um, since you lost 10 kilos that easy, lose another five and we'll see you at Flemington. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that last five will be too easy. <laughs> hey, but... good on you, mate. Jeez, I love these interviews when you're living the dream, um, chasing the dream, and you, you might be winning at Alexandra, but, um, yeah, that's all you wanted to do. And um, it's inspiring stuff. So well done, mate, and hopefully you'll... Um, ride plenty more winners next season. Yeah, hopefully that's the plan. Uh, see what happens.
Good on you. I'm looking very excited to it, so it'd good be good. On, good on you, mate. Yeah. Enjoy lunch and um, enjoy the rest of the day at work. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's Tyson Barton. Terrific story, Maggie. Yeah, really good. Really good. And you can just hear it in his voice how much he did love it. And like he said, he'll be itching to get back next season. And that's Tiger King. Um, Keenan was the exactly same. Like, that, that's what they... They can't ride with Hugh Bowman and, and James McDonald, but they can still live their dream and, and ride winners at these at these picnic race meetings and to win cups and golden thongs. It's like winning a big Route 1 on a championship day or on Cox Plate Day. Oh, well, Balnarring uh, last Easter weekend, they, they had thousands of people there. It, it is, yeah. It's their big crowd, so it's exciting uh, for them and, and lots of young and up-and-coming jockeys definitely come through those ranks and we see them progressing to trainers like Michael Kent Jr. So it's good grounding for them. Good on you, Maggie. Thanks, Gareth. There's Maggie Payne there from Country Racing Victoria and that was the Country Racing Show for this Thursday, the 8th of April.